0: welcome to voices in between the podcast with international voices on education and diversity this is christoph knoblauch meeting educational experts and discussing perspectives in between ideas of true and false hello everybody this is christoph knoblauch speaking I'm talking today to a very special guest. It's Margaret King from Loretto Day School in Shialda. She's the principal of the school and she's going to talk about transforming spaces in schools. As we are in a school, it might be noisy here and there, but I'm sure you're going to enjoy the ride. Thank you very much for being with us.
1: Thank you, and I am Miss Margaret King, principal of Loretto Day School, Shialda. The Loreto schools in India are using their spaces beyond their beyond their school timings. They are using their spaces to keep their gates and hearts open to vulnerable children outside their school gates. The Loreto Rainbow Home was founded in 1994. By Sister Cyril and IBVM Sister, better known as a Loreto Sister, the whole idea of this Rainbow Foundation was to care and to empower the disadvantaged girl child. These include girls living on the city streets, orphaned, abandoned, violence-affected children, ch- child labourers. Children of sex workers and children of suicide and starvation families. Sister's whole idea of this project was for every child to grow up in a secure, joyful environment where she can fully develop her talents in order to lead an independent life with dignity. The mission of this project is. To ensure happy and safe childhood to vulnerable children on the streets and help them access protection, education, nutrition and health care. The objective of this project is all vulnerable children should be covered under the rights based based care across the city, ensuring advancement of the residential, non-custodial, comprehensive long-term care approach and this long-term care approach was up to the age of 18 and once they come to the age of 18 we don't really send them off if they are incomplete in their education. We send them to our home which is known as the future group and what is the whole idea about this future group? That is that once they finish their basic education or their secondary education and if they are uh, interested in college education or uh, some hand-on job or some or a professional education, they are put into these future groups where uh, an apartment is found for them and a few young girls stay together. Certain expenses are given and they also live in community living. Among themselves, they will be cooking, sweeping, swabbing and then going away to their colleges and to their professional centers for any training and then again they come back to sleep at night. So in this way, we don't really finish off at the age of 18. After 18, we, they further move on as a future group till they are on their feet sometimes in fact most of the time sometimes would be wrong uh, the sisters also that is the religious sisters also try to get jobs for them Hmm? so in this way we network with various companies with various institutions with various ngos with various people interested in philanthropic work and we try to put these young girls into some job so that they they become self reliant
0: so the school expands its places and spaces into the later yes life of the it's students. not
1: about just the space it's like it's not about the physical space of the school but we expand our minds also you know in that way we are able to journey with these children till they they are ready to leave our hands and move on so uh, it, it, the care is, uh, uh, the care is till they are actually on their own and strong on their own, as far as we can.
0: And you are also having students now from the neighborhoods in? Um, and they usually start, the, they go to school outside your school, to other schools, but then they will be there in the afternoon. Yes.
1: Your now, these children that we call, are, uh, we use the, now, in order to explain to you what sort of space we use. Now, suppose by square feet, if your school is small, but we use the roof of the school. So, we do not leave any space left out where the children cannot venture into. So the roofs of the school are used to house them, to home, you know, it's like a home for them. And they are not necessarily, they have to come into this big high school and suddenly start learning English and feel out of place. We don't uproot them. We help the roots to grow stronger. So they live in our school which is like their home and they move out to the neighboring government schools, which are government schools here in our country are subsidized or even free schools. And so, therefore, the children go into these schools to learn their lessons. But in the evening, when the children of this uh, private school, when they move back to their homes, then this school in the evening becomes a home to the children who are living outside the gates or the rainbow home children. It becomes a home to them. And their learning does not stop. They don't do academic learning here. Then the learning is like hand-on learning. They learn art, they learn, they learn art and craft, they learn singing, dancing, they learn computers. Then they also learn how to live in a community. They learn how to live with each other because every child over years from a different family, a different background, a different religion and of course the social background is more, the economic background is more or less the same. But everyone who, when they come into this home they refer to each other as she's my sister. So that's the beauty of the oneness that they share among themselves.
0: Thank you so much about giving us an insight about how schools can transform their spaces, in your case, from an academic space into a home. Absolutely. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Thanks so much for listening. Looking forward to meet you back on Voices In Between.